Hello everyone, I am Crystal Grafton Combs, and you're listening to Coffee Talk with Crystal. This podcast is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Sometimes I will answer questions from our sisters, and others I will invite friends and sisters to do the same. This episode is part of a special series as I follow a potential new member through the adventures of formal recruitment in the midst of a global pandemic. As you will hear, I first sat down with Abigail, a family friend, a legacy, and a potential new member when she decided to participate in formal recruitment. She is a freshman at my alma mater, the University of Mississippi, whose Panhellenic community opted for a hybrid recruitment this year. Following each round, I had the opportunity to connect with Abigail to talk about her experience. I think you will agree this series is fascinating. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to my next conversation. Abigail. Hello. We are now in person in Oxford, my favorite place on the planet. And the reason we are talking this evening is because you have gotten return invitations to preference. I have. So, talk to me about that. Yeah, so I had a group that I really, really, really loved and that I could see myself like 100% being at. Um, They did not invite me back, which is fine. That's okay. The other group that I really, really loved did, so I've still got that. Um, Ironically, the group that I thought would drop me um has extended an invitation to pref which is kind of not what i expected but i'm here for it (laughs) let's talk first about the group that you said you thought would drop you so looking back to must have been philanthropy i expected them to drop me after that round because we just i just felt like we didn't really connect and i just didn't see myself i didn't see us really vibing if that makes any sense so then I got an invite back to sisterhood and I was like okay and I mean we had better conversation that time um they moved up my rank a little bit but I I guess I didn't expect to pref them but I mean maybe it's meant to be (laughs) so tomorrow going into pref with them knowing that you have someone on the top of your list in your personal priority rankings and someone that had not made that top two. Are you as open-minded to the conversation? I would like to be. I, I accept that I'm probably not, just because at the end of the day, I, I didn't expect to get invited back, so I kind of wrote them off. So I'm trying to like open myself back up to it, but at the end of the day, it's kind of hard. So I'm trying to be open-minded about it. Let's talk about the chapter that you loved along, you had two, right? So you had two chapters that you could see yourself in, and one of them did not invite you back. Talk to me about that. So I opened up my ranking, cried a little bit. These things happen. (laughs) They do. Um, And then I guess I just had to, I mean, there's nothing you can do. You can be upset about it, but at the end of the day, that doesn't change the fact that you didn't get invited back, and it doesn't change the fact that you're not gonna be a member of that chapter. So you've just got to be able to look forward and say, okay, these are my two options. What do I like about these? Like I scrolled through and I saw the first one I have, like it's ranked out based on what time you're seeing them. So the first one I saw was the chapter that I wanted 
the chapter that I knew that I could like see myself at. And then I kept scrolling and then I saw second chapter and it was not the chapter that I wanted, that I had ranked. And I just went, like my first thought was like, there's been a mistake. And then I was like, no, there hasn't. <laughs> they dropped me and that, that happens. But like, that was not, my first thought was not, it happens. My first thought was, wow, I guess they didn't like me, which I'm sure was not the case. I mean, you can't just automatically assume they dropped me, so this is a personal attack on who I am as a human being. And yet it feels that way. It does. <laughs> so it took me a second to, like, sit. I teared up a little bit. I didn't cry yet. And then I just kind of sat. I was, like, in the car, so I was, like, listening to music. And I was, I just kind of, like, distanced myself from it. And then, like, ten minutes later, I was like, yeah, I'm still not going back. Like, that hasn't changed in the ten minutes that I've been ignoring it. And then it kind of hit, I cried a little bit, and I was like, okay, I'm upset, but that's when I kind of realized, like, okay, it's time to move on. <laughs> so when you say it's time to move on, what have you moved on to? I've moved on to, I guess, the other two chapters, like trying to keep an open mind about maybe I'm not where I expected to be going. If you would ask me this on philanthropy, this, that chapter was where I was going. If it was at all up to me that was where I was going so to know that at the end of the day that's like at the end of the week I was not going to even get the last opportunity to be there that was a little tough but I mean you kind of just have to there I guess I didn't want to be upset about it because I I liked the other chapters and it felt like I was disregarding them if I'm super upset about being dropped by the other one, if that makes any sense. 100%. So now you have these two. One is a bit of a surprise. And the other one you could also see yourself with. But you just said that as far back as Philanthropy Round, this other chapter had been a place that you could see. And then we know from our previous conversations that the one chapter that you now also see yourself in shifted into that frame in sisterhood. What are you hoping to get out of preference tomorrow? Honestly, what I want preference to be is I want it to really reveal to me like this is where I want to be. I want it to be an easy decision, if that makes any sense. But at the same time, I also know that it's like a double selection process. Like we have to mutually select each other. So I don't want to be unhappy at the other house but it also makes my life easier if there's an easy number one and I don't have to sit there and ponder and freak myself out about it. What would make it easy? An immediate connection, just, I guess. What I really want is them to say like some three magic words and all of a sudden I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I wanted to hear all week. Because at the end of the day, I guess it really does matter. Like you have to, you have to know what you want. And after you listen to all of these people talk about what their chapters are and you're like oh I like that I like that I like that it feels like you're now standing in front of so many different options and you can't even remember what you want anymore so now that you have had time to think about these two events tomorrow and the two chapters and you know you've had good connections with one and the other major top five do you think there are actually three magic words? Probably not. <laughs> I think it's very idealistic 
to think that it's going to be an easy decision. And like, I'm a ponderer. I like, I get really in, I get really stuck on details. And then it's hard for me to push past and see the bigger picture. So I think it's going to be really hard for me to, at the end of the day, sit down and make a decision and rank. From a logistical perspective, tomorrow, you will attend both of these events. You will rank and submit your rankings, and they will too. Correct. I have to sign a document that says I would accept a bid from these two houses. Um, I'm ineligible to take any other sort of, you know, COB or anything for one calendar year until the end of the recruitment process in 2021. To make sure that I understand, and so do all of our listeners, you're talking about the MRABA. Correct. And you will sign that before or after you have submitted your rankings? I sign it as I rank. Like, in the same Zoom with the executives where I submit my final rankings, it's like in the same app where I then go through and like check all the boxes and say, yeah, I promise to not dip then you will go to both of the events tomorrow and at that point you will decide to sign the MRABA and to pledge either of the two chapters that extends you a bid. And from the option is available to me to like if I really really hated one of the houses and I really just could not see myself sitting there to what they call like single intentional bid Mm -hmm. which is just basically where you're like I don't want a bid from this house, I will only accept a bid from my top house. Everyone I've talked to has said not to do it. So, while it is an option, I don't plan on doing that. It is not my intention. And at the end of the day, I I will go to, I, I will be on the steps of, well, I won't be on the steps, but <laughs> I'll be thinking about the steps of whichever house I get a bid from. Tell me what you will do between now and tomorrow. To emotionally prepare for this. Well, I guess, and also logistically prepare, because while tomorrow is still virtual, Ole Miss did pivot to a fully virtual recruitment since the time we first recorded when we knew that it would be hybrid. You will no longer have a t-shirt, so I would presume that you will get dressed up in what you had otherwise planned to wear. I will still be in pink, ironically enough, so (laughs) I say I retired the pink t-shirt, but I kind of (laughs) lied. So from an emotional perspective, how are you preparing to go into tomorrow? From what I've been told, everybody cries during prep. So I'm kind of going into it expecting it to be like a super emotionally draining day. So like, I'm just going to take a bubble bath, eat some chocolate. Maybe work on some homework. I've got a ton of flashcards to do. (laughs) I hope your mother listens to this. She would be so proud. (laughs) They're color-coded. Nice. So the bubble bath and the chocolate, I fully understand. I'm not so much into the flashcards, but okay. (laughs) It's very distracting. It's very useful. Okay. So, how do you feel? I'm feeling good. I'm sure I'll be super nervous tomorrow, but right now but now tell me why that is because in the beginning you were very nervous and then you kind of I think you sort of found your stride and now what has made you nervous about this part well I found my stride and then I got dropped (laughs) so confidence took a little hit there but 
It's fine. I'm sure by midday it'll be fine. You say that without a lot of confidence in your voice. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, after something like that, you're bound to be a little, you know, nervous about it, right? Because, like, I felt like I had done really well in those conversations. So then, but obviously, they did not think that I was an appropriate fit for the chapter. So then you kind of have to think to yourself, and it's it's completely unfounded because they told us like 98% or something of people who go through recruitment and don't drop and don't single intentional bid end up with a bid. But after you take a hit like that, you're kind of like start overthinking it and it's like, what if at noon on Sunday, it's empty, I don't get a bid, <laughs> you know? I do. Now, you know I have to ask this question. Is one of the chapters remaining your legacy chapter? It is. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Constance Hartline, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you. I feel like we have a lot to unpack. It's been a week. <laughs> it's been a week. Your little sister is Abigail. Yes. Who has been participating in formal recruitment. Mm -hmm. And you all have actually been really good, and I hate to say surprisingly so, <laughs> but really good about, despite being biological siblings, about following the rules of recruitment. However, you are now aware that she has, as did all of us, experienced the highs and lows emotionally of recruitment. So let's first talk about how you feel about this experience going in because you are a graduating senior this year. You're a fourth year. And now your little sister has the opportunity to pledge AOPI. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, I feel like I have wanted to throw up every day since Greek Day. <laughs> like, I, and I, have I think she may be time. having a better week than you. <laughs> she definitely is. Because, I mean, recruitment is fun. I loved recruitment on that side. But I feel like it has been interesting because, as you said, rules of Panhellenic say we can't really talk this week because I don't want to influence her choice, all of that stuff. So I have been letting it go and just waiting to see where the week goes and of course there's like this selfish part of me that's like well of course I want her to be an AO pie she would be a great asset to the chapter I would get to share this thing that I have loved with her like there is this part of me that so hopes that we get that but then there is this greater part that has to tell the selfish part to go away sometimes where I do just want her to be happy I mean she is my little sister and I love her dearly and I would rather see her truly like beaming in her letters than to have her be my sister in particular. Because at the end of the week, no matter which Greek house she shows up to or zooms into, I don't really know how that's going to go. <laughs> she still has to be my biological sister. Like I don't lose her. It'll be a matter of whether or not there is an extra layer if she finds that somewhere else. And I would rather see her I think when I look back at my photos from bid day, I am glowing. I was so excited to be there. And I want that for her more than I can want for my chapter and for myself, for her to be an AOPI. And that's hard because, you know, 
you still want her to be there, but it's this whole moral dilemma. You got to choose other people over you, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) (laughs) So now you know that AOPI is one of the two choices that she has Mm -hmm. going into preference. What do you hope she takes away from it? I think the biggest thing is that it can be her home. Not because it's mine, but despite the fact that it's mine. Like, there is... We have always said that we are very similar in a lot of ways. But that we are two different sides of the same coin. We are individuals, and we are like those memes that you see about humanities majors versus STEM majors, we are that meme. Like, she is so (laughs) there and analytical, and I'm like, let's draw something and talk about ancient art. It's terrible. (laughs) But we are that dynamic. And so I think that if she is going to have a preference round at AOPI and really come out of it, I want her to be able to hear that she is wanted there as an individual. Because if not... Why would she go AOPI? I would rather her go somewhere where she is going to be happy than where I was and where you were. And so I really hope that that is something that she can take away from it because I really do feel like the chapter loves her. It's just a matter of whether or not she sees that beyond you and I being there. 100%. Because in all fairness, you are her sister. Right. You are in house. Mm-hmm. I do sit in this position, and I did write her recommendation. Yeah. Interestingly enough, neither of those things is a requirement right. to extend a bid to a woman. Mm-hmm. So here we are on the eve of preference. Yeah. Do you think that Abigail has felt so far what you have wanted her to experience? That she is welcome as an individual and not because of a recommendation or because of her biological affiliation with you. I can only hope so. I, with everything in me, hope that she has felt that because I know what it felt like for me to go through recruitment. And I knew, like early in the week, I had none of this like moral qualm. No. After (laughs) philanthropy, I was like, this is where I'm going. You can tell everybody you know. (laughs) I think I wore a rose ring to preference. Like I was going to be there. But so like I I did feel that initially and things are so different this year with the way that they are doing recruitment and I really do feel like you get different conversation because it's hard to form a connection with somebody through a computer screen. It's terrible. But that I hope that they have still conveyed that to her at any house because that is what sisterhood feels like to me is to be yourself. And we often say in AOPI that there is space for all of us and we talk about our sheaf of wheat and how we are individually ourselves but that collectively we are stronger together and i think that this applies across the board to all of our members so abigail is obviously preparing for tomorrow right you will also be preparing for that when do you actually get to officially see her and be with her again. After she gets her bid. Okay, so so I will see her before you will. Yeah, I kind of hate you for it. I'm not going to lie. I love this moment <laughs> in my life. I'm just going to tell you right now. I've asked her often, where is she in her headspace? Where are you in your headspace? Nervous. I mean, it is hard. Beyond 
will she be my sister at the end of all of it? Abigail is standing on the brink of making a decision that will affect her beyond these four years. And I feel like there is a part of me that just wants to be there and like hold her hand and like cuddle her through it and make sure she gets through it okay. And I, I can't do that because at the end of the day, she has to go to these houses and talk to these girls and make her decision. And it's going to be rough, but she's got to do it by herself. And like the older sister in me is like, but what if I just held your hand through it and I can't? So that's frustrating. But other than that, I mean, what can I do <laughs> other than sit and wait for 12.01 on Sunday? 12.01. And where will you be? I assume she will get this information the same way she has gotten every other invitation via phone? I would think so. So I don't know. <laughs> A room away from her outside the door of her dorm as close as I can be to her without breaking the rules so that the moment that she opens it, I can, like, be there and celebrating. So, close. And you will celebrate regardless of the outcome. Yes, I will. Because truly, (laughs) if it is where she is happy, we've got a lot to celebrate. I agree. I couldn't have said it better. Abigail, how are you? I'm doing good. (laughs) You sound like you mean it. I'm done. (laughs) This has been a process. (laughs) So the excitement is that you are done. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Talk to me a little bit about what today looked like. Okay. So I started at 10.50 with my first round. I had two rounds today. So, and then each round was about 40 minutes. So I started at 10.50, had a 40 minute round, then I had a little break, and then I started again at like 12.40, I think, and then was done at 1.20. And what did this look like? Obviously via Zoom, and you were dressed for the occasion, just as if you would have been walking into the actual chapter houses. Correct. And the women started, I would assume, in a similar format. You all come together, you go into breakout rooms, come back together? Um, yeah, so we did like the first, each, each house did it a little bit differently. So the first house I went to um, started in big group, breakout group, then did their preference um, ceremony. (laughs) And then we went back to the people we were talking with, um, both of them. So this was two people that I talked to, the same two people both times. And then for the second house, it was, I started, I did a conversation with like a breakout room with two people. Um, one of which I talked to earlier in the week, one of which I hadn't. So you met someone new during preference? Yes. So we we talked then. We did their preference ceremony, I think. Um, I don't know if it was... They didn't use the word ceremony, but I mean, it didn't seem just like a regular video. And it had like ceremonial elements, I guess. Sure. So... There's generally lots of crying and lots of music. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sounds about right. <laughs> um, and then I went back into a breakout group, but it was with the girl I had met earlier in the week that I had also talked to in that first session. And then we kind of talked and then left. Okay. Now you have finished this process. You did have to rank. You did sign your MRABA. I did. 
so you know that tomorrow you will be a member of one of these two chapters. Yes. And I am completely content with that. I really am. I I didn't feel like I had a great connection to the second group earlier in the week, but I really did have a good conversation with them today. Um, and I was very upfront about the fact that um, I kind of, they, they kind of tell you to like say like, if you found your home somewhere else, like tell them that. Um, so I was like, I just want you guys to know, like I had this first house that I really, really loved and I am keeping my mind, op- my mind open, but just as we talk, just keep that in mind kind of thing. So you attended a preference event and then at your second preference event, you told them how much you had fallen in love with the first one? They kind of tell you to. So they tell you that if you have found this place to let people know because that helps create a good match. Yes. Okay, and you did do that. I did. And then like we talked about that a little bit. They were like, look, um, if you, I hope you find your home, whether it be here or at your other chapter, all of that sort of stuff. Um, but they were like, just know, like, you'll always have a friend. Um, you can always reach out to insert Greek letters here if you ever need anything. So, and then like, they kind of told me like why they'd invited me back and just stuff like that. And so they were like, we would love to have you if you end up in another chapter. We just want you to be happy. So. Okay. I have to give huge respect to these women that if you had said, yes, I am maintaining an open mind. And yet, I need to share with you that I've been very impressed with this other chapter that I have been also attending events for. Mm -hmm. For them to then turn around and say, we get it, but let us tell you all the reasons we think you would fit here and that we are still going to be your friends, I am blown away. Like, that is amazing. It was incredible. That is the definition of what Panhellenic spirit should be in my mind, particularly as we talk to potential new members. I am really impressed. And like, I felt, I felt terrible saying like, like, cause it feels like I'm rejecting them and I'm not, but it feels like I am. So I felt terrible saying it. And then they were just so supportive and so understanding that it made me feel better about it, you know? Even though you went into this round with a favorite, you really are at peace tomorrow, regardless of what chapter is on that invitation. I really am. Like, I am not even at all worried. That's amazing. And by the way, what we all hope that experience is, as you have illustrated throughout the course of this week, There are definite highs and definite lows to this process. But if you get to the end and you are assured that whichever invitation you receive from a chapter, that you have found a home there, that is the goal. I think that's the goal for all of us, whether you are a member of a chapter recruiting new members or a new member going through the process. I think that is amazing. I definitely felt good about it because like I I'd said it kind of early in the conversation like maybe a little earlier than I should have because then it, it was awkward for a second and then like they kind of like went oh, okay so and then kind of I mean they didn't stop rushing me but they were also very understanding and they were just like look I just want to tell you the reasons why I'm here and what I've found here and if that's great for you I, I love that for you and I hope that you find your home here but if not happy (laughs) shout out to the greek women that is amazing it was great (laughs) so okay abigail you are done yeah (laughs) (laughs) when i was like submitting my ranking um i I waited for like 
an hour in the Zoom room. And then and something about this round, I had to press like five, I accept, I accept, I accept. Like, I save and continue. This is like, they wanted to be absolutely sure that you had submitted your rankings the way you wanted to. Wow. So, I mean, that can make, I mean, I was pretty sure of my decision. And so it made me like, wait, hold on a second. Am I sure? <laughs> But, and then, like, at the end, he's like, okay, congratulations, you've completed formal recruitment. And I was like, oh, I guess I did. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So now you wait. So now I wait. 12 tomorrow. 12 o'clock straight up. Yep. (laughs) Okay, so we're sitting on about, what, 17, 18 hours from now. You will officially be a member of a sorority. I think so. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Um, honestly, pretty cool. <laughs> I just feel like there's been so much build up to it. Cause like, I mean, I started my recruitment application, what, in June? Yeah, I feel like that's been a really long time ago since we had that first conversation. So it's, it's been a process. So like to know that it's like actually like culminating and like actually receiving letters, it's kind of wild. It's kind of unbelievable. It is, isn't it? Do you feel like you've accomplished something? I do. Even, like, you could literally just hand me a piece of paper at the end of this, and I'd be like, I did it! <laughs> okay, because I think that's actually what happens, except it's an email, right? Oh, yeah, it is an email. <laughs> <laughs> so is that really what happens, is that at noon tomorrow, they send out this mass batch of emails, and that's how you will find out? I, that's the last I've been told that's what's happening. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then you get, like, this massive zoom of like everyone in the chapter so like not even just new members but like everyone so that is how you will meet your new sisters also tomorrow i guess so (laughs) wow okay so more to come i feel like i should say congratulations now even though we do have one more conversation (laughs) and you have smiled through this entire chat Honestly, it feels like there has been, like, a cement block lifted off my shoulders. Like, it's just... Because, it, I mean, it's it's been nerve-wracking, and it's been a little intense. So just knowing that it's over and that everything's kind of out of my hands now, it's, it's freeing. <laughs> it is freeing, isn't it? Have you learned anything about yourself this week that has surprised you? I have. I have had a surprising amount of people tell me that I was, like, super energetic and super upbeat. And that's just something I've never really heard before. So I was like, well, okay, I guess so. So that's been interesting. Um, And just like, you have to do so much kind of self-reflection about like, what do I want? And then like after a conversation, if you had a great chat or if you had a terrible chat, you have to think like, okay, why didn't I like it? Why did I like it? And that's like, some of them end up, really deep because sometimes it's just a little like phrase that they said that you're like maybe that's it maybe that's what kind of stuck out to me and then you have to think why did that stick out to me and then a whole deep reflective thing because this is not a traditional recruitment experience compared to any generation of greek (laughs) woman up to this point do you think that that allowed you to be more open-minded in the process or do you think it created barriers to getting to know people you otherwise wouldn't it made it so much harder to really get a feel for the chapter i think because i mean there's something about like being in their space 
that kind of just like I don't know it just gives all the vibes you know you can tell a lot about like a chapter just from like how they interact within a room I guess like you can tell a lot about a group of people just from how they interact together and I didn't really see any interactions between chapter members you know it was mainly just like at most two people who would be talking at once and then to, and then to me mm -hmm. so it, it it was really weird trying to like trying to get a feel for just the I guess atmosphere well sure because we have all experienced the moments when you walk into a space and you can almost feel the energy in a room mm -hmm. and in this case the room was being videoed for various parts of these presentations right so you didn't have the opportunity to feel that electricity or that enthusiasm or that excitement and I do think it's harder to create that over virtual platforms no matter how animated or enthusiastic members may be oh definitely like even I felt like it was hard to really portray myself accurately across a computer screen I can't imagine trying to portray an entire group of 400 women across a computer screen absolutely parting thoughts before we celebrate tomorrow I, I guess I really I, I've been saying all week that it feels weird to give an ending remark when it's like not the end of it <laughs> you and now it's the end of it I still don't have an ending remark <laughs> well I don't think we're at the end I think tomorrow is the end I'll have to think on it come up with like a tagline or something <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a new hashtag <laughs> all right Abigail we'll talk tomorrow we will talk tomorrow mm -hmm.